Hello, Internet, and welcome once again to the Always Online Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. And I just cut the music really hard there, but, you know, it, it had to be turned off anyway. Brought to you by MMOBomb.com, your home for all things multiplayer related. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man, as always. This is episode 474, doing it live, twitch.tv slash MMOBomb. We got chat standing by. I know there's stuff they're going to want to chime in on today because we do have some big news this week. Last week, a little slow, so we did the whole Wheel of Fortune thing. We got some feedback on that. Most of you liked it, thought it was a little too long. Yeah, we had screw all to cover last week Yeah, as far as news went, so I let it run a little long. In the future, it'll be a little shorter, but thank you for the feedback. Uh, so come hang out with us and chat if you're watching on YouTube or over on MMOBomb.com, listening on Audible, Spotify, any of that stuff. Give it a thumbs up, a like, a subscribe, turn on notifications, and of course, don't forget your weekly bombs and question of the week answers in the comments below on YouTube and over on MMOBomb.com. You're an important part of the show. Can't have those parts of the show without you. Joining me to go over all kinds of fun multiplayer news today, it's Quinlan Bowers. What's up, Q? Uh, I actually slept last night. Hey, that's good. That's 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 a step in the right direction, I guess. Were we having problems sleeping recently? Oh yeah, yeah. I do not sleep uh, well sometimes. Uh, but I slept last night. All right. Well rested Q, ready to talk about some fun stuff. And then on the other side of the board, we've got this guy, Troy Blackburn, who probably did not sleep well tonight. What's up, noob fridge? sick as balls have been all week miserable i got my tissues with me oh you are you getting better at least i feel better than i did yesterday which isn't saying much because yesterday <laughs> I gave up on life at one point yes. i feel better than i did yesterday which isn't saying much because i purchased a coffin <laughs> <laughs> i went ahead and just figured you know what we're done let's just let's just do our thing here well we do have a lot of stuff to cover today and i'm sure chat and uh, viewers on youtube and audible and stuff already know at least two topics we're gonna get into so let's get into them right off the bat here we go Uh, you may remember a couple of years ago, right? Amazon Game Studio hadn't released New World yet. It had its failures with Crucible and all that stuff. And uh, and uh, we knew they had a partnership with Leu Technologies, and they were working on a Lord of the Rings MMORPG. And we all thought that was great news. Uh, you know, it was a little concerning. Amazon didn't have the best track record at the time. Not to say that it's a lot better now, but at least they've published a game now. Um, at the time, they had not. But then Leu got purchased by Tencent. And we speculated, I think it was the three of us, in fact. Maybe it was Jason, too. On this very show, is this going to work? You have two mega alpha dog companies, Q, in Amazon and Tencent, are are they going to is Tencent going to take the the tact that they previously had with most most purchases which was what you're doing is working that's why we bought you you keep doing it uh, or were they going to get a little more involved with something as high profile as the Lord of the Rings IP turned out we were right it didn't work the two alpha dogs butted heads they dropped the contract the project was canceled now that doesn't necessarily mean all the assets went away which is something we may talk about in a moment because they could have survived i imagine there would be licensing or purchase rights involved there but we thought that was the end sad face no new lord of the rings mmorpg until this week until this week when amazon games announced hey we are working now on a Lord of the Rings MMO again. And if you remember what happened in the past, yeah, that whole thing got that whole thing got nuked. That's fine. We have now signed a new deal with the Embracer Group, the company that now owns the the Tolkien properties and has licensed them to Amazon proper for things like TV shows and uh, a big deal worth hundreds of millions in the rumor mill uh, for other content. But this isn't just Lord of the Rings. This is like the whole ob like the whole third era, right? 
Is that is that the right term, Troy? Like this is the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Like they have that whole era for potential for the content of the game here. I'm not I'm not sure exactly what they refer to that as. Uh, what they refer to that I think as it's third era. I, I think I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's a little more expanded than just like the Lord of the Rings proper itself. So they are working on it. It is going to be done by Amazon Games now themselves. And it's going to be developed by the team that does New World. And that doesn't necessarily mean they're taking New World employees off of New World to work on another project. This just means that members of the New World team will be doing this Lord of the Rings thing. Now, whether that means they expand the New World team and hire in new people, it's going to be the same group within Amazon Games that is doing the MMO, not necessarily the individual same employees. Troy, I'm going to give you the chance first because when I heard the announcement, I was like, Troy's been all over Lord of the Rings online lately, loving him some Lotro. He loves New World. This has to be an announcement that has him dancing around the house nude, right? Yeah, because that was absolutely, I was really sad when they, when I canceled the first go round of it because uh, an updated Lord of the Rings RPG MMO, whatever it was going to be, uh, you know, it sounded fantastic. You know, something current, something in the Lord of the Rings universe. It, it, it sounded like a lot of fun. So now that it's back, and it sounds like it's probably back for good this time, hopefully. Um, I'm super excited about it. I, I, you know, they Amazon Games has learned a lot of lessons from New World. They've they've improved that game tremendously, and still have a long ways to go. But they've been doing a good job of improving that game. So I think they've learned a lot, and the Lord of the Rings universe could use an updated take on it. As much as I like Lotro, it's very old school in its systems and its appearance and everything about it. So something more updated, something more up-to-date, something more current uh, could absolutely have a place in the market. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, there was excitement back then. There, there are some risks here that I think we should talk about, though, Q, right? Like, one, this is the first time Amazon Games has developed a game based on an external IP, right? Even the stuff that they have developed in the past that didn't even release, Crucible stuff, uh, break, Breakthrough, break, Breakaway, Breakaway. Uh, those things were just like their own internal projects. So this is, one, an ambitious MMORPG, to say the least. Two, uh, while Amazon has published other titles developed by other companies, uh, New World is exclusively theirs. That is their IP to do with as they see fit, and they don't have to conform to any fan expectations that may come with a certain IP. Certainly, Lord of the Rings Online would qualify as one that fans are going to have expectations on. And I still think if you look at Amazon games and don't still have a question mark above your head, I don't think you're paying attention. Um, New World, I would not, uh, I don't think New World is anywhere near the success the Amazon executive team probably expected it and wanted it to be. It's not to say it's a failure, but it's not lighting the world on fire in the MMO space. Certainly got its fan fans seems to hasn't have enough of them to run for as long as it needs to run certainly making what seem to be good changes for those fans all for it but there is a question mark with amazon games in a couple regards to this project right okay first before i get into that it's the third age third age i thought i said third era my bad thank you <laughs> it's the third age uh second so in regards to the concerns like you were talking about, this is an IP that is, a. it's not even just fan expectations. This is a very protected IP that is, dic what, what happens is dictated in part by uh, the Middle Earth Enterprises, right? right. So the, they'll be involved in it. Then you have what you were addressing. I don't know that any of the, unless they went and bought it from Tencent, I don't know that any of the previous assets will be in this. I think they're starting from scratch because it's a completely new contract. And it was uh, 
whatever that company's name is that I can never remember. Layu. But it was it was Layu who was building the assets, not Amazon. They were just publishing it. Right. Yeah. So and and I spec I my speculation absolutely coincides with yours that there is certainly the possibility that Amazon could reach out and buy some things to not be starting from scratch. But the way they announced it, they while they don't directly say nothing from our previous venture is going to be involved in this one. They do kind of use language that hints at that, that that well, is they, a project like said, that's they were gone. The publisher. Yeah. They were a publisher. They weren't developing the game. So it's not their assets to use anyway. Now it is their assets, at, right? They're going to be using the team that, uh, does new world and and this is where i'm seeing the problems does everybody remember ccp trying to do the world of darkness and eve online at the same time yeah well and, and final it, fantasy 14 lately <laughs> gets hit for this this same type of thing yeah i mean it's enough for yoshi p to come out multiple times and say hey you know me working on 16 and 14 has no bearing on the team business creative 3 working on these multiple games at the same time it doesn't mean we're taking resources from one and putting them on the other but there's always that perception and new world fans well, are going to have that perception even if that is the reality or not well the other thing about it is is beyond new world right like th this isn't like square enix and, and and the teams under square enix and everything else having years and years and years and decades of experience doing this kind of thing right this isn't the same thing and also you're talking about a team that's doing an mmo and a single player game versus a team that's going to do two mmos at the same time but they really only have one MMO under their belt and they've spent a lot of time fixing the shit they keep breaking and then fixing that shit that they fixed. Right. <laughs> like, and, and it's just one of those things where it's like, it really feels like they are at risk of having of putting way too much on this team's plate that even though you can be like, oh, well, they're experienced people from this team, that team, whatever, right? There's still a much newer team than all of these other companies that have been doing this for a good long while. And the team, right? The team includes the higher ups and everybody else who until New World hadn't actually successfully managed to put out a game that lasted like most of their most of their attempts didn't even make it to being out. So yeah. I, don't, I, I, I feel like they're they're going to have to make a, a, some really big adjustments to make to to assure that this is successful because yeah, no failing doubt. failing at this when they just got it got the project back as back as their project would be really really bad yeah and we're still obviously troy like years away from anything at this point uh because the assumption is based on the way they've worded the contract this is a clear start over hartman did kind of use language that indicated like this this it was in, in an interview with games game industry uh, gamesindustry.biz he said like he's not exactly sure where the rights even went for the original project he thinks they ended up going to 10 cent but hey they we're just two two big companies it was better for us to stay friends like let's not date on a 10-year project you know uh, literally he said it was better to stay friends uh and there was he he still wanted to do this project but really didn't feel like embracer group was like going to be willing to talk to just amazon and so he actually like got in through randy pitchford he said at gearbox who he had worked with on other things to just kind of ask the questions and they were interested and, and then it turned out the person who's in charge of Middle Earth Enterprises was an old colleague of of uh, Amazon Games CEO uh, Hartsman um, or v VP Hartsman Hartman. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, ended up working out and 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 all of that. But in typical Amazon game fashion, Hartman has already started with the hyperbole and some kind of backhanded smack talk to some other things like he's already here's the first claim troy and is this a good thing or bad thing for hartman to be doing it's going to be the biggest mmo yet that's what he wants it to be the biggest mmo yet now whether that's biggest as in player base biggest as in map size like he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't specify <laughs> but he wants it to well, be that... the biggest mmo yet 
Well, that way, when you come out the other end, you can say, "Oh, it's the uh, it's the biggest," as in, you know, map size or something, right? Like that, when it doesn't, it work has out it so has the fun. most uh, technical features. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this MMO has the most polygons. Is, is it good for him to be saying stuff like that? I still feel like, as as solid as New World may be for its fans right now. It is not what Amazon wanted it to be. And I think if you think it is, uh, I should say Amazon higher-ups, because I'm, I'm sure the developers were like, this is exactly what we're doing. But mm. it just, uh, there's no way you will convince me right now that this M Cozy Muse, this MMO has the tallest skybox. <laughs> 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 but yeah, there's no way you're going to convince me that Amazon executives didn't look at New World as millions of players, and it it just never came close and, and won't come close. And that's okay. It doesn't need to, to be successful, but successful in Amazon executive eyes, you know, it fell short. Should you be out there making these types of claims yet? No, absolutely not. You have no idea what the scope of your game is going to be. You have no idea what the player base interest is going to be at this point. Uh, there, there's lots of stuff going on where, you know, it's, it's so early on that you have no idea whether it's going to be, you know, something that's going to be that interesting to the mainstream audience or not. It just depends on, you know, where you go with systems right. and integrations. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it, this did prompt a response, by the way, from the Lotro community, the Lord of the Rings online community. Uh, where they said on their forums, and I'm going to read the whole thing because it's very short, uh, from Cordovan Community Manager. Hello, everyone. During the past few days, we've received a number of notes from excited and concerned community members about a new MMO coming to the Tolkienverse from Amazon Games. Some folks have asked what this means for Lotro, a question we asked a few years ago when they were initially doing this. Uh, we wanted to give everyone in the community an update and assure you that uh, all that Lotro is not going away, exclamation point. Like you, we and our partners at Middle Earth Enterprises are huge fans of Lotro. It is beloved. It is 16. It is evergreen. Lotro is like the long-lived Ents, Elves, and Dwarves, and we mere mortals are the stewards of Lotro and its community. Standing Stone has every intention of growing and supporting this community. The road goes ever on. Uh, and how much stock I think you want to put in that, Troy, is kind of up to you, because I feel like even if that weren't the case, this is exactly what they would say. <laughs> yeah, you have to say that. You have to You have to let your players know, hey, don't panic. Uh, you know, there's, there's, still, right. there's still plenty of time for us. There's still plenty of story for us to tell. There's still plenty of things for us to do. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like a, just everybody make sure you know where your towel is. There's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference for you, Q. I managed to get one in. Everybody make sure you know where your towel is. J uh, Jason Winter chiming in saying, I'm prepared to be disappointed. Well, let me take you on a little journey because uh, Hartman didn't just say that stuff. He also was asked by gamesindustry.biz about Lord of the Rings Online. Obvious questions, right? Obvious questions that are going to happen in this discussion. Uh, and so they asked him, and he says, hey, no, not at all. First of all, I have a lot of respect for them to keep it going that long. They have a not huge, but very dedicated dedicated fan base. And we're already off to the backhanded compliments, right? <laughs> Got a lot of respect for them. They kept it going this long. I mean, there's not a lot of players there, but they're very dedicated <laughs> <laughs> but looking just at the technology, where we're at now and where we'll be in a couple of years, it's just worlds apart. It's a little exaggeration uh, Exaggeration if I say it's going to be like black and white movies to color, but that's the approach I want to take. It's just a completely different world. I think they actually can coexist. Even the most likely scenario is for people just to move over because the other one is an old game. It's not a bad game, but the industry moves on at some point. And it's a long time from their release to ours. <sighs> no lie detected, Q. Like, <laughs> literally, I mean... no lie detected. I can't fault Hartman for the content of the message. Lotro is older. 
It has a smaller player base. They are very dedicated. A new fancy, shiny MMO in the Lord of the Rings franchise will probably look and perform better and be very, very different on newer technology. No lie detected on any of that. But do you really want to be out slapping your opponent, even if it's lightly and backhandedly slapping your primary competition with the track record that Amazon has to date... (laughs) And the fact that this is, you know, probably four or five years down the road before we're going to see anything, the best way to market is show what makes your product better, right? Not just continuously slap down your competitor. You need that fan base. I'm like it or not, in my mind, you need that Lotro fan base. You want them to be excited about this project, come over and check it out. And then sell them on how much better my product is, so you stay. You can't afford to really be alienating anybody right now, specifically Lotro fans. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things. One, the game actually has to come out and be good. But if, if it does come out and it is good and everything else, then there's a pretty good chance you're going to steal players from Lotro because yeah. it's new or shiny or whatever. And But it, it also, I think, comes down to there are so many games out there right now that... And, and this is a very specific ip right like literally you're there will be people that will hop into it and dabble in it and whatever and oh this is cool lord of the rings and they'll be there for like five minutes and then gone like because they just don't care that much about the universe like you know it's more or less let's see what it is and whatever so you're not there, there there will be people that you'll have to find some other way to get them to stay in the game if you want it to be massive because the just being Lord of the Rings isn't going to be enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then as for the, everybody else the for the actual Lord of the Ring fans, you're going to have to hit the right notes and everything to make them want to stay. Like, and you're going to have to, cause I remember playing the early Lord of the Rings and it was like, you know, you leave like when you like, you know, crest over the hill and you see these different you know see landmarks and stuff and you're like oh wow i'm actually in here and all of this stuff and so for those people they've already kind of done that (laughs) yeah like so you really really have to do something i think that that's special to hold them as well in the game to like they're they're just going to have to hit a lot of notes it doesn't matter how shiny and new your tech is or whatever if you don't do it the right way so them kind of getting out there and being like oh they have a smaller player base but yes yes they do but they have a smaller dedicated player base that is stuck with them for a very very long time and is invested in not just the game but as gamers tend to do invested in the developers because these developers are their friends and like, like you're, Jason you're doing saying, a lot of lifting there. I like Jason saying there's probably more ex-Lotro fans like me than Lotro fans these days. I mean, the ex-Lotro <laughs> fans got to be thrilled by this news. Uh, two things I do want to point out here, Troy, that I think are important. One, this is going to be developed for PC and console. And two, as much as all the announcements like indicate MMO again, Amazon themselves has not used the term MMO or MMORPG. Uh, they have talked about, obviously, that's a huge focus for them, and Hartman does think that's an underserved area, so it's likely it's going to be in that vein. Uh, but we don't know specifically like how MMO, the, this Lord of the Rings MMO, is going to be in the context of what we might think of as an MMORPG today. Yeah, it could just end up being just like a co-op RPG or something like that. I think it's going to yeah, be bigger that than be that. Hilarious. Yeah. I think it's going to be much bigger than that, but... Uh, it's just it's just interesting to know yeah it's the new world team right like and they did actually no they did specify they may not have used the word mmo but they did specify one of the reasons that they're excited to have the new world crew on it is because of the massive battles that they think are relevant to the third age like so that pretty much unless you got a whole unless you're in there running a whole like an an army of npcs that pretty much indicates an mmo of some type it's gonna be interesting to watch although we're still years and years away on the other flip side of big news this week 
Uh, we were, at one point, years and years away from a sweet-ass PvE hero mode in Overwatch 2. Really, I mean, remember, that is the whole reason, quote-unquote, Overwatch 2 exists, right? It had to be made a sequel for what they were going to do with the PvE content and tell stories and progression and gear and all of this fun stuff, right? It was the only thing that even remotely had somebody like me interested in maybe looking at an Overwatch 2, even though I still thought it was a little weird that it wasn't just expansion or DLC for Overwatch original. Troy, that's not going to be the case anymore, huh? No, it's not. They uh, they have rug pulled the PVE, uh, the dedicated hero mode portion of the PVE, the part where you're going to have special tuning for PVE mode. You're going to have dedicated progression for PVE mode. You're going to have big sto story chunks that you can cooperate and play together. Uh, all that has been uh, canceled. You're now going to get little PVE story missions and co-op mode and stuff like that. But uh, all that big, huge scope of PVE content that they had promised, that they said was coming, was, was one of the big reasons for the game, is no more. Needless to say, people aren't happy, Q. I have a feeling, like, the, the part of this that's weird is, obviously, it's Blizzard. They've had their trials over the last couple of years anyway. I mean, sometimes, literally, their trials <laughs> over the last couple of years. Um, <laughs> hey, it just worked. I don't want to say this like they flat out lied, right? We've seen a lot of leadership changes in Overwatch. Two before Overwatch 2 even actually released. So I don't doubt that this was the original plan and the path that the company and its leadership wanted to take. But I also feel like they didn't just make this decision yesterday. Right? To be sucking out all the tuning, all the progression, like everything that people were waiting for and waiting for and waiting for on the PvE front while they played the PvP stuff. Uh, to and just to replace it with, here, we're going to release co-op missions that tell a story. Some of them will be canon, some of them won't be uh, in small chunks. Like, this is literally a huge chunk of, if they were doing development on this still, that just went away. I kind of get the feeling, though, that they have they stopped development on this a while ago and just haven't. Today, you know, this week was when they decided to make that public. I mean, it could also just be one of those things where, yeah, they kind of stopped development on it, but they held off on announcing it because, you know, that whole maybe, maybe, maybe thing in the background, maybe if we do this, maybe if we do that, whatever. But I mean, it's it, it's just one of those things. What I, I find a little weird about it is the, is the whole, you know, like, obviously, oh, well, we're going to do story and co-op, but the weird part is, and some of it will be canon. Like, yeah. What's, what? What? What is that? Yeah. What? Like? What? What is? What is this? Just something you threw together on a Tuesday to stick in there, so it's not really canon. Yeah, Shirak, <laughs> if you missed that, yeah, in the stream they talked about some of these co-op missions being canon and some of them not being canon. Uh, in chat, Jason Winter, love you, saying I heard it stopped in December, but they couldn't say it then because Overwatch Two was new. That totally makes sense to me. Takal also says, it happens. New top dev comes in, plans change, like a team gets a new coach, suddenly that QB that they, is in the draft is no longer in the plans. Totally also get that. Plans change. But these were the plans that justified to the public this being a sequel rather than just keep giving us the content in, in Overwatch. This was the plan that justified the sequel to begin with. And now it's scrapped. Gone. You could have done this in Overwatch 1, made your changes, convert it to a free-to-play model, call it a take take out your loot boxes, and call it a day. Move on. Not happy. I'm I will say I am one of those people though, Troy, that that was the only reason I was gonna check out Overwatch 2. I don't care about your co-op missions. I am <laughs> I don't yeah. care. I don't <laughs> yeah. care enough. I don't know anything about your characters. I don't enjoy the PvP in Overwatch. I enjoy watching it. I just don't enjoy playing it, probably because I'm terrible. Uh, but I was looking forward to the PvE stuff. There is zero reason for me to have Overwatch 2 installed, and I can't be alone in that category. I mean, no. I don't like people enough to bother with co-ops. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, there, there's always, if you feel a certain way about something, there's always plenty of other people out there um, who, who feel that way as well. And, and, you know, judging by the response from the internet itself, it's pretty obvious that a lot of people were looking forward to the PVE content, to the, to the progression and the stories and stuff that were going to be told uh, with the game. Yeah, internet's on fire. It's all burning down. It's all burning down. Overwatch 1 was already a slog fest. Doesn't need a second, says Ninja Pandas. <laughs> now what are they going to promise for Overwatch 3? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because if you, if you promise PvE story content again, you're going to get bullshit called on you real fast. I do like that when Troy wrote this up, uh, I was like, yes. I, I, I front-ended the thing. I knew the question was coming. So I was just like, yes, you can editorialize as much as you want because I know you're burning about this. <laughs> and his sub-headline is, here we go again with Blizzard and their BS. <laughs> Dude, it's always something with them. That's his sub-headline. Overwatch 3, return of the loot boxes. Oh, God, Jason, that's terrible. Uh, okay, so a few things coming soon that we should talk about. Uh, that's I don't want the B-roll yet. That's for the next one. Uh, World of Warcraft Classic is getting a hardcore mode, but they Q apparently don't want you to feel like this is ousting the community's own supported version of a hardcore mode, right? Like, how does that work? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I, I, I don't think I've ever come across this thing where, or it's very rare that you come across something where they're like, look, we're implementing this thing that you guys have been doing for however long this has been going on. So, but it's cool. You can keep doing what you do. And like, we're not making it so official that you can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, and it was actually announced on the uh, Hardcore All-Star stream. Yeah. Uh, and they did, they talked about it a little bit, but basically it's, um, it's, you know, a different server or, or single life realms and you play through when you die, you cannot resurrect, although you can come back as a ghost in order to haunt you know. your friends. I mean, that's what I would do. <laughs> like. Well, I mean, it's it's basically, yeah, it does say to visit friends, but the primary reasoning for it is because you still have guilds. And so it's so you come back as a ghost so you could, you know, bequeath the guild. Oh, to somebody. yeah, makes sense. I would just come back and haunt Troy. <laughs> just, I would follow him everywhere in game and just like spam his chat. Would you ever play, have, or have you ever played like a hardcore MMO or like a uh, server or like Path of Exile? I know they have their hardcore stuff now too. Like, does I always feel like I've never played one, but I'm like, this would be kind of interesting to jump into World of Warcraft Classic. So it's already, you know, going back to those nostalgia hits, but then put the fear of death in you. But I also have that feeling three minutes later where I'm like, no, that that'd be terrible. The minute Hogger kills me, I'm burning my house down. I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm done. And I can't even yeah. imagine like raiding. Oh, wait, what? We're we're gonna do this? Yes. We're gonna actually oh, oh, try and this? Oh, this says dueling too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah. You can duel other players to the death. <laughs> would you ever, Which... or have you ever done this, Troy? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I would. So no new world hardcore yeah. servers for you? No, sir. I've done it, but not in video games, right? I used to do LARP. <laughs> She's like, I've done it in real life. I live. I used to do LARP, and 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 it, it is, it is both tragic and hilarious when <laughs> seeing someone's character in a LARP that they have built up and worked on for you know maybe even years finally die. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of anger and regret yeah, and I would everything just, else involved in that like I don't yeah. know man I'd be so like oh we're gonna run a dungeon the hell we are <laughs> it's dead mines you're level 35 I don't care I ain't going in there right? <laughs> no way <laughs> what if I fall off the edge <laughs> so like, and then you're like well what's the point I don't know but I'm gonna stand in Stormwind all <laughs> the time <laughs> that's it um, Ark Raiders, you might remember this as like the PVE game that was being developed uh, a bit ago. Uh, they have now decided to make a pretty drastic change, Troy, and just kind of go an entirely different direction and just quietly announced it on their Steam page. But we found it and we published it. What, what are they doing? 
They're redefining themselves as a PvPVE extraction shooter. And they're heading into closed alpha testing here pretty soon. So, yeah, they uh, they added some new buzzwords. And, you know, they're going to be free-to-play, third-person, PvPVE extraction shooter. I mean, that's got to be related to the announcement where people were like, oh, there's this is just a PvE game, right? Like, people yeah. just, when they announced it, like, a year ago, that had to be just people saying, wait, where's the PvP? And them saying, okay, we'll put PvP in. Whatever. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, it's, a, it's a shooter. People expect to shoot other people. So they, they you know, over the course of time, they said that they, you know, the development sort of shifted and the, and they wanted to redefine themselves and and bring themselves out into a different different uh, niche than what they were already in. So here we are. Yep. Uh, also, about a month ago, the Taurus Land website went live for Tencent's quote-unquote World of Warcraft replacement MMO uh, in China, and then we got the global site last month. Well, now it's like super official, right? There is an official announcement trailer. You're watching it on your screen. This will be launching globally on PC and mobile sometime this year. Uh, Q, I will 100% be checking this out. I will 100% be checking Tara's land out. What about you? Um, honestly, most of like, it, it, it seems kind of interesting, but what it comes down to me is just the amount of time I have to spend in games. And I already have like three games that I'm super invested in that take up a lot of my time. True. So I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously like the, the wowness of it. And, and, and there is a little bit, like you can see where some of the characters look similar and stuff like that. That's, that doesn't make a difference to me either way, because I never liked wow. But it, I mean, it looks, it looks Honestly, I think cute was what I thought that I was looking like. It kind of looks cute. I'm sure that's not the adjective they were going for. Well, that that's what you got. It kind of looks cute. It looks stolen. Um. It looks stolen, but it looks cute. I mean, they, 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 they do have, obviously, things that are, are not necessarily wow and stuff. And um, I'm still... like it, it, it seems like, too, that some of the stuff that Reddit was saying was... I, I, I'm not sure yet, but might be a little bit wrong where they were saying it was just um, instead of you being able to make your characters that you, you know, that it's more like there's a, a character pre-made characters for you. But then they right. talk about the customization, but I'm not sure if the customization is just cosmetics and abilities or, or if you actually get to, you know, customize your character outright from the start. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try it, but Troy, it, it being mobile as well just makes me go, yeah, this probably isn't going to be for me. Uh, yeah, because there's going to be that, like, I don't want to say dumbed down systems, but tech speaking wise, you do dumb the systems down a bit when yeah. mobile is one of your platforms. Yeah, unfortunately, making it mobile, you know, you kind of you kind of know what you're going to get into with that. And like you said, you're absolutely going to have to dumb down some of your systems and uh, unfortunately, you know, I could really use a, a wow, a good wow clone nowadays, something that's not made by Blizzard that, that way I can avoid Blizzard at all freaking costs. Oh, if you, with all let, their me, BS. let me introduce you to, uh, Alad's online. Ever heard of it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Hey, I'm just going to give you this piece of news. We're not really going to talk about it because it's not multiplayer, but I did have the the article written because it does reference an older multiplayer game. If you remember Hawken, which when that game was like announced, that was I remember covering that on MMO Bomb. Just everybody was watching that. They wanted that game. They wanted Hawken. They wanted Hawken. Well, Hawken, the PvP part, that's no longer a thing. The game went away. Hawken Reborn is coming back to Steam Early Access, but the only reason I had uh, Troy cover it was because of its relationship to Hawken. Don't anticipate jumping into PvP stuff. This is a first-person shooter PvE game, predominantly single-player. They do have plans later to maybe add some multiplayer co op type things to it, but as far as their current Steam page, there is no plan for PvP content. But if you liked Hawken, 
and you want to do some PvE missions, this is a prettier, newer version. There you go. That's all I got for you, but it's single player. So we're not going to really cover it on the site, but now you know. Finally, before we call it a day here, uh, let's talk about some things leaving. Sadly, Troy, Blood Hunt is on its way out. Our Vampire the Masquerade Battle Royale, which everybody here had a pretty positive reception to it at launch, but all of us quickly stopped playing and we weren't alone. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, bes besides you, Q. Yeah, this this wasn't your thing. But I, I do remember having a positive reception at start, and I think Jason th thought, "Hey, this is all right too." Uh, yeah, it's going into maintenance mode. It's not officially dying, but it's going into maintenance mode. Yes, I uh, feel sorry for the players that that enjoy the game. As always, it's sad whenever your game goes into maintenance mode and/or dies. Same difference as far as I'm concerned. I mean, there were just so one Q, you and I have talked about multiple times. This is not the way VTM fans wanted the IP. Like, even when it was announced, both you and I said the same thing. We were like, that, that is not what Vampire the Masquerade fans want uh, at all. Like, vampire, I mean, Vampire, right? It's, it's, or, or the World of Darkness stuff in general is tabletop larping rp and yes there is combat in it like there's plenty of combat in, in what's going on but for the most part you're trying to to like live in that world and so people who were longtime vampire the masquerade fans you know specify masquerade versus uh crap it starts with an r the one that came after where they just completely reset everything um like they they want yeah you know, like people kind of they they want to be able to be in that universe they want to be like all right i'm a malkavian i'm a ventru you know whatever and get in there and and do that stuff as as a and and like in a, in a you know exploration rp you know politics situation and we get to shoot at each other instead. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is weird for vampires. I mean, you know, there there are guides, but come on. It's it's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, and then they, they didn't do themselves any favors, Troy. They had issues with console, they had issues with matchmaking. Like they when they came out of early access and into launch, they there was a lot of self-inflicted wounds. Uh when I <laughs> which is funny. Uh I was talking about a vampire game. Um, there's a lot of self-inflicted wounds. Like I didn't want to see this one fail, but it was also like the blood was on the wall that this was not going to be long for the world. Yeah. Like I said, I wanted to see this one succeed. I really, I really thought that it could offer something a little different, a little unique. Unfortunately, with their problems and their situations, they just weren't able to hang on to the player base. All right. I got to ask you though, how is another battle Royale a little different, a little unique? Yeah, well, I mean, that was the thing when they first announced it. I was like, I don't want a battle royale. And then when I played it, I was like, it's fun, but I don't feel like I'm in the Vampire the Masquerade universe, like, besides anything, besides aesthetics. Like, it was so much gunplay um, yeah. that, like, it, you know, you used your abilities here and there, but, like, they, the gunplay was what it was all about. And it was like, okay. Pac Man. You had the, you had the verticality as well, which was a yeah. little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another battle royale shutting down Pac-Man 99. <laughs> Not really much to talk about. I just really wanted to put Pac-Man 99 in the show notes. I, uh, I honestly, and I'm so, I'm kind of mad at myself about this. I forgot that that existed. I think I played it two or three times. The one I played more, <laughs> yeah. and I've still played occasionally, is the Tetris one. The, the Tetris yes, battle royale. Yes, the Tetris one. Uh, and finally, before we head over to the bombs, Nightingale has delayed its early access again. It was originally delayed from late 2022 into 2023. Now it's delayed until fall of 2023. They're saying that this is because the playtest process is working. We're making changes, and we don't want us implementing those changes just to make a specific date to interfere with the health of our employees, a.k.a. we don't want to have crunch. So keep giving us the feedback. We're keeping implementing it. The process is working, but that means we're going to have to delay this. Uh, as a byproduct of this, that does give them the time to update to Unreal Engine 5.2, uh, 
the update to Unreal Engine 5, if you remember, was the original reason to delay from 2022 to 2023. While this 5.2 update is not the reason for this delay, it is a nice little byproduct of having a delay that they'll be able to update to the .2 version. So if you're waiting for Nightingale, and a lot of us are, uh, the wait got a little bit longer. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's head over you to the week. Want this to be good? You delay it as much as you need. Yeah, Troy is like yeah, all I'm over this game. <laughs> all I, over I'm, it. Well, it's not even that so much. Like I said, they're delaying it right for to to avoid crunch, yeah. which is what all developers should be doing at this point. As long as you're like open about it and you're like, look, we're working on these things and we're doing these things. And like, if you just like, oh, we're delaying it and don't give a good reason. But if the reason is, you know, we'd really, really rather. We don't want to kill our employees. employees. Hey, that's really nice of you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, come on. It's really nice of you not to kill us. Go, let's do the weekly bombs. <laughs> Troy, you're up first. Hey, bomb. Blizzard for being Blizzard. Continuing to be blizzard and blizzarding all the things. <laughs> that was quick and easy. I'm going to give a dub bomb to Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage being in Dead by Daylight. What a freaking legend. What an absolute legend. Like, I assume he's going to be a survivor, but I kind of want to see him as a survivor and one of the killers. That'd be awesome. Could you imagine? He's talented. Nick he can play both, right? Nick Cage as a killer. He could play both. He could be the killer. He wasn't. He he was Dracula and Renfield. True, true. What do you got, Q? <laughs> um, you know what? It's been almost a nothing week, so I'll just give it the bomb to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did get a good night's sleep last night, so that that seems fair. From uh, YouTube, Population Unknown says, for the Wheel of Fortune game, I think it should be shorter. It'd be great, by the way, if you could allow the viewers to play against the cast. The prize could be uh, free beta keys from your website. Uh, so, yeah, I thank you for the feedback. There were others that uh, emailed me feedback, and a couple other was on YouTube. I didn't put them all in here because you you kind all kind of had the same thing. You liked it, wished it was a little shorter. Yeah, you're right. Last week, there was, like, crap all news, so I let it go for the whole nine rounds. But typically, like, Jeopardy would be a little bit shorter. Uh, logistics, I'd love to have players on the show, actually. Um, so if you want to play, and you've got a mic and a camera, and speak English... Well, at least well enough to be on a podcast. Let me know. Let me know. We can work out some beta keys for something, I'm sure. Go ahead, Q. Uh, Misfit, I think Black Desert Online is really good. I especially like the life skill systems. Sandbox games are definitely for me, and I really like the games with great immersion. I think the main problem people have with BDO is that it's too time-consuming and the enhancement stuff is too frustrating. But that's really only if you're trying to be a top tier PvP or the reason I get so much enjoyment out of it is because I'm not very competitive with it. There are a lot of people who are a lot stronger than I am in that game, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, it just never never grabs me. Go ahead, Troy. Drax says, A bomb to Blizzard for too many things to count. <laughs> yeah. I feel your feels this week. Yeah. Uh, to Cal in chat saying, A-bomb to Microsoft hinting that they might stop doing business in the UK if they can't buy Actively is like, who the F are you fooling? We don't believe you. Actually, they would have to. Uh, so it's like a weird, if they went through with the purchase of Activision Blizzard, um, then they would not be uh, able to operate in the UK if the UK completely, just the way they're doing it right now, just said, no, you guys cannot merge. That's why it's going to be appealed. And normally there's concessions negotiated to allow them to do it. They have also hinted at the possibility of leaving, I think it was Activision Blizzard UK. This is this was not from Microsoft or from Activision. This was like, some, we didn't cover it because it was just some market analyst thinking about things out loud on the internet. Um, that they could possibly leave Activision Blizzard alone in the UK as its own entity. But then, and everywhere else, it would be Microsoft Activision Blizzard, and Microsoft would have nothing to do with that AKB, um, ABK uh, branch in the UK. But then that would absolutely lead to varying degrees of quality and availability for products in the UK, uh, where in the UK you might not be able to get a certain product or a certain DLC that you could everywhere else in the world. So there would be clear differences at that point, too. Um, I don't, yeah, I still think that ends up getting approved. 
Uh, Terra Nova says, A bomb to Blizzard for scrapping the PvE mode in Overwatch 2. Wasn't the whole point of the sequel because of this mode? Yes. Yes, it was. Question of the week last week. Should Throne and Liberty have actually delayed just to get away from the Diablo 4 launch? Do you, as a consumer, see those products, Throne and Liberty and Diablo 4, as competition for each other? Metallica fan 1442 says, it makes sense for Throne and Liberty to avoid Diablo 4, especially as that is a more of a live service game. People are going to swarm to Diablo 4, and Throne and Liberty would be left behind. Plus, sites like IGN would probably say Throne and Liberty was a failure because it was overshadowed by Diablo 4. What do you think of that take, Troy? Do you agree? Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think absolutely everybody... For for whatever I think there's enough crossover in the fan base uh, that would be playing those that they would forever forever be linked if they launched within the same window. Q. Uh, I mean, we just discussed it last week, and like I said, I'm I think it makes sense to for anybody who's remotely <laughs> RPG-ish to avoid Diablo. <laughs> Didn't Blizzard do that to themselves at one point with the Diablo three launch, right? Wasn't the Diablo 3 launch remember. really close to a World of Warcraft expansion? I don't remember at this point. I feel yeah, I like... I don't remember either. Yeah. Okay, so let, here we go. I got the Diablo 3 release date was May 15th of 2012. And the expansions for... Miss of Pandaria was September of 2012. So a few months, a few months. Uh, not exactly. But I, I feel like I remember them being like worried about cannibalizing their own sales. Uh, anyway, Q, go ahead. Take the next one. Uh, Shrek, Throne and Liberty should have just launched and be done with it. Delaying the game to avoid Diablo would make sense if the game had a chance of making it big. But that is looking slimmer with every news piece uh, that comes out. They should just do what, what Sea of Thieves did and launch it with sparse content and build it up from there. I guess two opposing opposing views <laughs> question of the week this week um all right what are you excited about yet another attempt at a Lord of the Rings MMO from Amazon let us know what are your thoughts what are your hopes what are your concerns with the entire project let us know in the comments below don't forget your weekly bombs dub bombs for something good a bomb for something bad in the world of gaming or hell just in life in general if you want to talk about your life of course, no podcast next week. I'll be traveling, but we'll be back the following Friday as normal. Until then, Troy, where can everybody find you? If I am on your social media platform of choice, it is at Noobfridge. Cute. Yeah, I'm not giving you options. You can find me on Twitter at Quitlin for however long I actually spend time there. <laughs> I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at MMOBomb. So you'll know every time we go live with a podcast, interview, article, first look, video, or more. Some great giveaways up right now, so check out the site. Stay safe. We'll see you on the server.